What is going on, everybody? And welcome to another Those Guys You Hate mini sesh. Tyler, what's going on, bro? Not much, man. Here for another mini sesh, another week uh, where we're just entertaining like trade monkeys for you heathens. I would have those symbols and the big giant wide eyes and I would just slam them together like that monkey from my nightmares. The mini sesh. <laughs> Is, what is it, was that too much? That was, that was a lot on the front end of an episode. We'll do a mini session about that dream uh, next week because it has been freaking me out and I need to talk to somebody about it. What we do with the mini session, unlike the regular show where we come in with different topics and different ideas, this is just a story from our past and we try to tie it to some sort of a bigger idea. We don't mm. want to just talk about some specific idea, you know, some, some situation that we had. We like to talk about how it could affect other people. Is that correct, Tyler? Sure. We're like, we talked about you being gay. Remember that one? <laughs> that was heavy, man. You also mention it every chance you get. Oh, he's gay, by the way. And, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Fun fact. I feel like, and uh -huh. you tell me if I'm wrong, uh -huh. I feel like that gives us a little bit of street cred. You know what I mean? Maybe a street in San Francisco, but I believe that brings some sort of element to the show. You know, it's like, I, I, I like having a black person here. Well, first. Which would be great. Yeah, no. Absolutely. I think having a black person in your, uh, I don't want to say posse vicinity in your area who is affiliated with you definitely gives you a certain level of literal street cred. Nah, I don't like where this is going. No, I mean that it gives you a differing opinion so that when you say something that could be, that's what I'm saying, somewhat controversial. Well, you use the word posse, un unfortunately, but I'm, I'm picturing a big group of white people with one black person. That is the worst posse, the least threatening posse if of all time. If there is a big posse of white people with one black person, oh, something bad is about to happen. Wow. We don't want that. Yeah. I'm just saying that it brings, you get more of a, you know, when, when certain racial things are going on, very often, it's not a position for white people to talk about. Sure, but what you're talking about is basically the equivalent of going, I have a black friend, or I have a gay friend. Yeah, but we can't, so, Tyler, we can't even say that. We have no black friends. I know, we're accepting applications. We've, but yeah, I know. Nobody wants to be our friend. Much like us, bone dry. So, Tyler, <laughs> this week, we are going to be talking about a different incantation of I don't know how to say this in an appropriate way for the radio. This is going to oh, be good. Oh, that time that Ryan was a posse. Uh, but, you know, in the dirtier way. I remember very recently we talked about when you were but a wee lad mm -hmm. and you ate a jack. Okay. Uh, attempted to eat a jack. Was Heroin. not successful, Ryan. Well, you know, you try and try again. Yeah, yeah. Get, get back in it. That's Maybe true. we'll do that for the actual show. I've just been retired for so long. I don't know if I could pick up where I left off, but. No longer a jack of all trades. But what I do think uh, about that one, not only was it a harrowing experience for you where your literal life flashed in front of all of our eyes, mm -hmm. I think the real punchline was that while all of this was happening, I ran to the other side of the house and literally buried my head under a pillow. Like, I didn't even want to hear the noises. I mean, who would want to hear those noises? And a smart move, you know? I mean, what else are you going to do? I was just picturing what my life was going to be like once I got my room back to myself completely. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I will say this. I was young. I was angry at that point. I was upset with the world, probably. I would have come back and haunted your ass. I think you were like three. Haunted, Ryan. Wow, that's scary. There's nothing scarier than a kid ghost. That's fair. So this is going to be the second part of this story. This is really just about how my older brother, who's worked in emergency rooms, is almost literally the opposite of me. Mm -hmm. I don't do well in emergency situations or regular situations, but let's focus on the emergency ones right now. Yeah. So this is going to be a story of when I did something similar to that. Do you know which one, what story is coming down the pike? 
Is it the one where you got into the car accident? Sure. It certainly is. So let's start there. Okay. okay? So this was... I, before really you were like fully mobile, you were, I'm wondering if this, maybe this, no, this was after the Jack story. Definitely after the Jack, but I was still a wee lad as you, you put it. You were. So in the car that was going to church was my mother, Mama Menendez, Mikey Menendez, a friend from church, Allison, I won't say your last name for really no particular reason. Sure. And me. I was sitting up in the front seat, okay? Yeah. Why didn't you ever come to church with us, Tyler? Oh, You've God. been a heathen since before, since you were uh, uh, up to my knee, Tyler. Well, you know what? This is the one time where I get to scream, I learned it from you, Dad, and it be true. I think I was hanging out with Dad. He didn't want to go either. And all you all you idiots went. And, sure. and they didn't go to the normal fun churches like you have today. Or you sure get the, we did. You get the... Back then, the Methodist church was wild. You didn't have to crouch down while you were praying. It was like inconceivable. <laughs> what? <laughs> I bad the, knees, the church back in the day was so unbearably strict. Well, oh my God, did that guy love to hear himself read? Well, the church that I have gone to as of lately here and there is, it's like a rock concert. That's what I just like, said. Like, yeah, no, no, you're right. But I am under the belief that those didn't even exist back in those days. Oh, probably Re not. Religion was a little bit stricter when your parents were growing up. I don't know if kids know that nowadays. Yeah. Do you think the, the old stricter churches are looking kind of like Uber with taxis? They're looking at these new age fun churches and, and they're like, no, we got to go back to the old ways. I, absolutely. There are a lot of people who are that contingent of, Ugh. hey, don't entertain me. Give me the sad news. Make me fear God. Yeah, yeah. Don't make me have fun with him. Sure. That's the Old Testament yeah. God. He is a spiteful God. He sounds scary. He is scary. <laughs> he is He is definitely, Old Testament God is worth being afraid of. That's fair. So, but we did have a coronation of our brother's son where he was baptized or whatever the appropriate term is. And we went back to that church from our childhood and it sucked. It oh, was, it, it was brutal. Terrible. And now- just I, as stuffy as I remember. I it. don't want to attack anybody's particular religion. I do. Um, except for Jehovah's <laughs> Witnesses. Just dance a little bit. You'll love it. But uh, Patrick Swayze would be appalled at all of you. I, I will tell you that that church, even for me, I remember it as being a little bit looser than that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was a little, well, cause it was did, hard to sit through. You did the the youth group and all we that did. stuff. So that was a lot more liberal and open and, and you didn't have to sit through the rigmarole, so it, to speak. And it was a lot of younger people. And what you're saying yeah. is totally true because by the time I got to be a little bit older, we, we ran that church, mm -hmm. or at least in my young mind. <laughs> so when the service was going on, I was out running around. They had a pool table upstairs. Sure, sure. I was, you know, hooking up with a girl in the robe closet. We talked about that on the show. All right. Yeah. So good for you. Thank you. That's probably why all those butterflies. I think that was a girl. Probably why all those butterflies died when we tried to release them for the uh, for the christening. You mm. made God. You made God sad. Well, he shouldn't have invented vaginas, Tyler. So here's the thing. It's fair. We're on our way to church. We're on our way to youth group, and we are crossing a four way stop. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, coming from our left, mm -hmm. as we're going through the intersection, a car comes in, coming through the red light, and 
T-bones our car. Ah, That's, I love a good T-bone. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well yeah. done, maybe. Yeah, this one was not well done. This one was really <laughs> troubling. And he hit us hard. Have you yeah. ever been in a really bad car accident? Oh, yeah, multiple. I've never been T-boned, though. That's a that's I've been hit. I, I've been in a car that is slammed into uh, something, but never been hit from the side like that. Okay. And this was my only time. This was my one really bad car accident in my life. Yeah, that's like the worst way to get hit. Because sure. if you get hit forward, you get hit backward. You got you some the, crumple zone. The seat belt or whatever, you get hit from the side. You got nothing protecting you. It was pretty damn brutal. Especially back then. Cars back then were death traps. They were sure. metal death traps. Oh, it's when I was a kid, so I don't think seat belts had been invented yet. There was no outside of the car. And know? there was the, uh, what was it? The driver's side was the only airbag in the entire car. Sure. The passenger side didn't even have airbags. Well, luckily. Luckily, and, and we'll get to that. And much like breast implants, this was the beginning of the airbag. So they were way too hard. Okay. See I what was, I did? You could have gone See with what like, I did? like jungle gyms, you know, that you were, were like rusted death traps back then and they've come a long way. Well, you love to go back to the fake titties. Well, here's the thing. Airbags, old school breast implants. Uh, you know what? Look alike. Probably made of the same material. I'm not a doctor. And if you remember the 1980s breast implants, they always ended up like the boobs were mad at each other. Sure. Like, you know, a couple that's sleeping in the same bed, but they're just sick of it. So they're both trying to stay on the seam of the bed. The old- Picturing it, each other's murder. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe sketching it out a little sure. bit, like a young Picasso. But sure. I, I I digress. Mm -hmm. They're they're on opposite sides of the rib cage, and you picture them as having their arms crossed. Sure, I'm yeah. This is getting a little abstract. It is, it is. And so, very specific. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking about one particular person. <laughs> Chip my tooth. So here's the thing. What the fuck? So we get into this accident. Let me set up the way that the car where we're all sitting. So my mom is driving, which she insisted upon. There's uh, your problem. Not because she's a woman, but because my mom is known to be not that great of a driver. And known to be a woman. Behind That's her true. is Mikey Menendez. Mm -hmm. Behind me is Allison Fournier. I'm going to say it. I don't care. Whoa. And, and you were obviously sitting in the passenger seat. I was sitting in the passenger seat. Mm -hmm. Now, I wonder if that would be allowed nowadays. And the reason why I say that is I know that there have been laws enacted after that about how tall a kid must be to be sitting in the front sure. seat. Sure, yeah. I don't believe I had reached that requirement yet. Well, it was a different time, you if, know? It was much like we said on last episode where, you know, oh, I, I, back in my day, we could go out till the, the streetlights came on. Yeah, back in your day, kids were getting picked up off the street like a farmer's market. A better time, Tyler. Please <laughs> stop saying that. Not specifically for that reason, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Then, then what reason is... <laughs> You know, I'm having trouble thinking of anything else. No, I mean, that's, I feel like, and perhaps I'm wrong. Uh -huh. I feel like children's lives just weren't as valued back then. It was Seemingly. It, was it a Pleasantville, like, idea that we're all going to be okay all the time? Or did we just not care? Uh, no, I think that was it. I think it was this idea of just, like, look how perfect society is. Look how good we've all got it. I know we had a lot of that in our family, where we viewed the world as, like, oh, look how you know, quote unquote, perfect. Except for people who didn't look like us. You know what I'm saying? Wink, 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 I, wink. I don't know what you're saying. Uh, mild racism, Tyler. Now, Not here's so the thing. Did we perceive the world to be safe? Well, we definitely perceived the world to be safer because news didn't travel so fast. We didn't hear about these little, absolutely, you know, problems that would happen, you know, and a world away. It wasn't funneled into our brains 24-7. iPhones sure. weren't a thing. Uh, they wouldn't be for another 15, 20 years. And the news didn't recognize how to weaponize their information. And there wasn't 24-hour networks that just needed mm -hmm. information to pass on. And what is the information that gets people to stop? 
bad information. Absolutely. Well, I think one of the big turning points was the OJ car chase. Sure. I think that was one of the ones, or you know what? No, I think we would go back to Charles Manson. That was a huge, or Ted Bundy, These one of these trials where it's this huge sure. uh, event almost. And it's, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for where they, they make it exciting information? It's um, not aggrandized, but they, uh, I know what you're talking about. Where yeah. they, they oversell yeah, it. Yeah, they, they glorify well, it. Well, if you think your life is up. in danger- you're going to click on it. Very you know what I mean? And that's so, the thing. And, yeah. and, and unfortunately sensationalizes the word. I was that's what for. we're working towards. Yes. And the problem is while we all see it, it's supply and demand. I think there's a lot of things going on in the world right now where we see it's a problem, but we're part of it because we are clicking on it. You know what I mean? I feel that same like way. Like tranny porn. With <laughs> Who says that's a problem, Ryan? Uh, <laughs> you know, the people looking through my internet history, Tyler. I'm ashamed. <laughs> they do not approve. No. <laughs> they, they, well, that's that's the way that I feel with, um, oh man. Is the tranny porn. Sorry about that. <laughs> it was. That really threw me off. I what understand. were we talking about before that? Uh, we were talking about how it's supply and demand. Oh. And we all complained about the things that we secretly it's our secret guilty pleasures because we're part of it that's the same way i feel when i see stuff like tmz it's like man i want to complain that this kind of thing exists but the only reason why it exists is because people buy into it like crazy and, and what you just said is perfect people complain about the media and people complain about journalism or the lack thereof while also not being interested in any of the thought-provoking stories they want to know what's going on with kanye and mm -hmm. kim are mm -hmm. they okay by the way uh i don't think i'm hoping for a speedy recovery i don't Keep think you <laughs> i don't think they're gonna make it buddy what, <laughs> what? apparently apparently and this is not shaming she's gone yet this <laughs> Is that good? I, I'm so afraid of making puns. <laughs> it's cheesy, but I enjoyed it, but that's not much of a standard. Gagne girl. I, now you've ruined it. Yeah, I've ruined it. it. I'm sorry. I just felt your excitement and like a puppy. I wanted to give you what you wanted. Yeah, I hear he's got a big schlong, so, and he can just make you laugh. Where did, oh, I thought you were talking about Kanye again. Pete Davidson. Right. So. That's the word around town, Ryan. So again, mommy driving. Ryan in the passenger seat. I just said big schlong. Don't say mommy driving. I, I, for some reason, Ugh. it's like a, an ink blot test. So, and then behind the driver was my older brother. Behind me was Allison Fournier. That's her last oh, name. Oh, you did it again. Look her up. Good. <laughs> you deserve whatever you get, Allison. Google her. <laughs> I had the biggest crush on her when we were growing really? up. I, I don't, I'm divulging too much. Yeah, here, I mean, what's I, going on right I now? I don't know, man. I just. I don't like where we're headed. Yeah, I'm not a good dude. So. <laughs> Seems like a car accident waiting to happen. We're going through this intersection and we get T-bone. And a T-bone is where a car hits you in the doors and forms a T. So we are hit by this car. We go skinning off to the side. I mean, it all happened so fast. It's yeah. like, you know, you know, when you see a movie or a commercial and they, you know, for lack of a better term, blindside you with a car accident. Mm -hmm. It really is like that in real life because like, you know, the world is going on around you. You're not thinking that you're in danger. It's not like when you wake up in the middle of the night and you hear a noise and now you're going through your mind. It's just all of a sudden, you know, there's an explosion and you're just reeling. You know what I mean? Well, that's why that's such a difference between that's why you say dude you never uh do a cheap shot on somebody you never come from somebody's blind side and, i do and i don't want to be hit back and, and punch him in the face it, first of all it's it's a shitty move like it's a it's a cowardly move unless the guy's wearing glasses then it's okay <laughs> it's a cowardly move sure but not only that 
you could fucking kill somebody yeah. like that. You could literally kill somebody. To not be able to brace, to not be able to have that reaction. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I mean, that's why they say drunk drivers usually walk away from it. Ragdoll. Because they don't brace themselves. So I'm wondering, why don't we just have every driver be drunk? Have we thought of this? Wow, you know, like those those breathalyzers that you got to blow into to drive your car? It's got to right. be below the limit? Right. How about we reverse that? You got to be above the limit to drive this MFR. We're bringing it back? We're making it a good thing. <laughs> if you don't melt this breathalyzer, you can't pass go. Well, the problem is, is that's it. Is we all shun the drunk drivers. What happens if we all become the drunk drivers? And I think that's what society not only needs, but is already headed in that direction. Mm. Let's all become what we're most afraid of. Bang, nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> I say we fan this flame. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler, that is the origin of the podcast. <laughs> So we are hit hard and we're laughing and we're having a good old time, but it it is scary. It is devastating. Yeah. Now I don't want to And that shot of adrenaline. Oh, it is it fills your 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 veins so quickly in such with a force that you're un, unprepared for. Oh yeah. yeah? And, oh, and yeah. I was a child. I'm guessing I was somewhere around 10, 11 years yeah, old. Yeah. It was really bad. You're not ready for that. So we get spun around, and I don't want to give too gory of details here, but I just want for people to be in the place where I was, okay? Mm-hmm. So we, we we spin around, we slam into a palm tree, okay? This is actually right down the street from one of my, my child, my, my best friend as a child, Danny Carlton's house. Mm-hmm. I... Working oh, so you're just going to be dropping last names all over I'm the place. I'm just making uh, these people up. Okay. I just, <laughs> I, I'm throwing caution to the wind. So I actually have driven by this place uh, with my job. I'm in that area all the time. It's a weird feeling. It is. You know, so much time has gone by that it doesn't still stoke those flames. Sure. But it is surreal, mm-hmm. you know. So we hit this car. Now, again, I am gathering my faculties. I am slowly figuring out what just happened. So like any kid would do, I look to my mom like, hey, what do I do here? And very selfishly, she wasn't thinking about me. She was only thinking about the bone coming out of her skin. Ah, that's really selfish of her. I know. Jeez. I know. I'm like, could God. you put the bone down for two seconds? Are you going to give me five or not? <laughs> not that hand. Not him. No, it was really, it was her forearm. Yeah, and it was in an L, wasn't it? It was really, really bad. Uh, I, I am now feeling that pain. Uh, I, I said it's been a long time, not long enough. You know, your, your parents traumatize you at every chance they get, don't they? <laughs> it's really, really fucked up for her to do Okay, to <laughs> now, behind, so of course, then I look backwards. And I'm getting into some gory detail here, which we don't normally do on this yeah, show. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess a warning, like, hey, there's going to be L-shaped forearms and some bloody areas, so sure. be, be ready for that. And actually, I'm wrong. Forgive me. I said that Michael was behind my mom. It, it was actually flipped, now mm-hmm. that I'm thinking about it. Allison was behind my mom. She... Like you said, we're all going through adrenaline. Everybody reacts to it differently. She is white as a ghost. Mm-hmm. She is not moving at all. Mm-hmm. She is in complete, you know, you have fight, you have flight, and you have, what's the other one where you do nothing? Oh, you freeze. Yeah. That's the freeze effect. They have recently added that one in. Let's, uh, let, we can review if that's actually a real thing. I, I do that. I think we've all experienced some freeze. It's Well, absolutely, but it's, it's that, like we just said, you shut down, you get such a, so flushed with adrenaline, your brain goes, uh, uh-uh, nope. can't, can't, I can't do anything. We're about that. to die. Yeah. Here. Well, like a deer in the headlights, exactly. the proverbial deer exactly. in the headlights where deers realize they're in so much danger. Deers. Did I say deers? deers. John deer. <laughs> deers John. Well, it's many different species of deer. Thank That's you. Why it's deers. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
They just stare into the headlights until they are crushed. Well, if I may just touch on a more serious- You may, this is your podcast too. Uh, thank you, is a more serious subject, but it's, it's. I mean it sincerely, whenever somebody is sexually assaulted, whenever something that heavy happens, that argument has always been used in the past. Like, oh- Why didn't you, you just get out of it? Why didn't you fight back? Yeah. And now we're realizing, because you go into fucking shock when you're going sure, through something like sure. that. Like, man, I just- Hope this guy comes in this plant so I can get the hell out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mr. Weinstein, we've <laughs> talked about this. Can I use your palm? So here's what happens. And here's how I remember that Mr. Michael was behind me because we got hit from- Mr. Michael is our brother. It's not a TV show that you've never heard of. I don't know why you called him I, that. I'm thinking of Mr. Delvin here. <laughs> uh, so he is behind me. And the reason I remember that is because we were hit in the- Driver's side, mm -hmm. he was the only one without his seatbelt on. By the way, wear your seatbelt, kids. Yeah. Do you ever go anywhere without putting your seatbelt on? Never. It's automatic to me. Never. If you're one of those cool people who's not putting your seatbelt on, uh, you know, death is just right around the corner, man. <laughs> uh, you you got to be a maniac. We have spoken on YOLO before in the past. Don't tempt the fates yeah, like yeah, that. Because then it'll be YOLHA. You only live half. That was a division joke that I think went pretty poorly. Do you Tyler. think we should cut that? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I will not allow that to disseminate. So, and here's how I remember that Michael was behind me because we were hit in the driver's side. He was propelled over Allison's lap. Luckily, he didn't go head to head with Allison. Mm -hmm. His head did unfortunately go into the window. Oh, thank goodness that giant piece of glass was there to catch him and, face first. But dude, if they had gone skull to skull, it may have killed both of them. Dude. Oh, like, and and he could have easily gone flying out the window and hit pavement. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it could have been just, a thousand times okay, worse. Okay, so his head actually went into the glass mm -hmm. and here's probably the most gross part. Go on. He literally pulled, I watched him pull his head out of the glass. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get that out of there. You got to let it <laughs> breathe a little bit. This is a real pain. You don't want so, it. To last pun. Last pun. Last pun. I we swear. Got, we got a hole in the head and you're making glass Tyler, puns. Tyler, I got to loosen this up this a little bit. This is ridiculous. My, my anus, it, it could produce diamonds right you now. You have it's never so been more transparent. Shades. I don't know, Tyler. <laughs> no, so so he pulls his head out, and it is, as I'm sure you would imagine, gushing blood. Yeah. Gushing blood. Yeah, they, so, the head is wont to do that when sure. it's a giant shard of glass. Sure, a lot of uh, a lot of heartbeat headed up there. Yeah, especially, Lots of nerve with, that, especially with that adrenaline, man. Yep. Your, your blood pressure is through the roof. Literally. Literally. And so I recall him looking me directly in my eyes and going, is my head okay? Oh. Is my head okay? And I'm like, <laughs> no, it is not, Michael. It was just pulled out of a window. <laughs> Your bedside manner needs some work. Holy shit, you're going to die. So, But don't panic. So here's the thing, okay? Now, I am still frozen in this position. I am mm -hmm. taking in my surroundings, yeah. and they are gory. Yeah. And this is pre-cell phone. And unfortunately- Wait. Wait, maybe this isn't pre-cell phone. This is like the dawn of the cell phone. Well, pre-smartphone, for we, oh, sure. 100%. Not even close. But we, yeah, maybe it's like one of those big- uh, The bricks. The bricks, mm -hmm. or or the one that I remember, our aunt actually had a car phone with a cord attached to it. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, Hack and Tia had a, 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 a cell phone that was not cell. Wow. It was a landline in your car. It was a different car. time. Yeah, better time. Mm. He then does what any normal person in this situation would do- mm -hmm. 
He gets out of the car. Sure. He walks around the car mm-hmm. into incoming traffic yeah, yeah, yeah. and starts insulting the drivers who aren't stopping and helping. Oh, good. Calling good. them names. It was the first time I think he'd ever cursed in front of mom. Oh, well, well, first of all, good for him for sure. stepping out of his shell. And second of all, yeah, when you're in that much pain, you just want to get it over with. You're just like, hey, finish the job. <laughs> finish him. <laughs> I mean me. Yeah, that's you have so much adrenaline. His body needed to get that energy out somehow. And it was through insulting people it, he didn't know. <laughs> and it is a real Menendez family trait. Sure. Make it angry. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, you having a bad day? Get angry. There's some real repression in there. You weren't going to die today? Get angry. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, have a relaxing day? Let that arbitrary thought come up and get angry. Get angry. You know what I mean? You happy? Get angry. So uh, Allison proceeds to slide out the other side the only time that i've ever seen her move and lie down in the grass immediately next to the car does not say anything i mean she has gone brilliant comatose brilliant yep yep she had enough sense to get out of the way of danger and place herself on the ground she just squirted out like a capri sun i get it i get it yeah she was just like a fluid just sliding down the drainage that is exactly right so so my mom is is holding her arm it's it's a flappy arm i'm picturing allison just boneless yes no she went boneless yes she's doing the harlem shake and and uh so i now here i guess is where the punchline is i'm sorry that i've done this to everybody listening I am, I'm just in pure terror. All the people that I love are in serious pain and, and just a terrible situation. I get out of the car. I take it all in. I can't believe Michael's cursing in front of mom. <laughs> I, I, I literally, I literally run away. I remember, uh, just, you know, like a, like a photograph. I remember running, just saying over and over and over again. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Just, I, man, it makes me want to cry right sure, now. I, sure. I ran and they found me blocks and blocks away. Mm. It was, uh, this is a trauma that I, I've never uh, confronted. You know what just dawned on Because I've heard that story a thousand times, but really listening to the details and, you know. Liter- the, literal gory details. Sure. But you know what that's making me realize is my brain immediately goes back to our previous conversation from only a few minutes ago. And right there, you had the trifecta of the three different reactions to panic, which is you go Allison, you go shutdown mode like I do, you go fight mode like Michael did, or you go flight mode like you did. That's exactly right. It was the trifecta. And mom was kind of, I guess, in the middle of all three of them. She was trying to care for us, but still just in such well, a- Well, that's it. Holding her arm together. And she thought that I died, even though she had to get out over the seat where I should have been. But of course, your mind's not working in nah. problem solving mode. Nah, it's, it's just like Ryan, you know, vaporized. Well, at that point, I, I would assume her- adrenaline is spiking so much that she doesn't even have, um, what's that thing that babies don't have when you object permanence where, because she didn't see your body, that's it. You you're were gone. gone. You're yeah. dead. You're, you're, you're gone forever. Better time when you're a baby. So, uh, you yeah. weren't a baby and it wasn't a better time. And again, <laughs> so the dog doesn't exist anymore. They, am I right? They would have had, if it was They're, a better time, it would have been like today and they would have just lined that baby with airbags. I like that. Not I the actual baby. I mean, the car in this scenario is the baby. God did that. It's called collagen, Tyler. You could spike a baby, not on like Gronk with a football. That's not true. That is true. That's not true. Try it right now. Science is a fallacy. (laughs) Shake that baby. Uh, That's not true. If you want your milkshake, you'd have to give me a milkshake. So, so the fact of the matter is, is that that's really good insight. We all dealt with it in our own 
extreme ways. And uh, I, I believe that that's something that to this day I still have inside of me where and now and now it's turned into it doesn't have to be something as extreme as that. Just an awkward situation. If I go to where was I the other day? Wait, let me go through this in my mind. I was on Easter. Publix is closed. It's a God fearing grocery store. Tyler. Oh, what? Across the street. They have Sedanos. Would okay. you please describe to the international listeners what Sedanos is? It's a very chaotic supermarket where Dude. you can go and you can get, let me think, you can get chicken broth by the cup and you can also get one raisin at a time. Absolutely. You, you can get chicken hearts by the cup. You can get anything you want. It is a it is a Hispanic grocery store that is, they, they pretty much tried to bring the backwoods Hispanic with them into the city of Miami. And the, and backwoods, the backwoods Hispanics, I mean, sure that that is the case. <laughs> I went with Nicole and her mom and because, Oh, you want to go with a Hispanic person. Listen, you don't mm. want to go at all. Okay. That's true. I went with Nicole. And sorry about this Hispanic people. And we're, we're Spanish by the way. Uh, I went with Nicole and her mom. And of course I don't want for her to see my anxiety. I don't want for her to see my insanity. You know, I want her to think that I'm a, a strong, tough man. Uh, Tyler, it gave, it, it just, no, and I see the face you're making. Go mm. ahead. Give it to me. Well, I was just going to say that you can't hide that forever. If you're around this person long enough, it's going to it's going to leak out. I'm talking out about Nicole's by, mom. That's what I'm saying yeah. is is your you and your crazy is above and beyond the call sure. the call to duty normally speaking. So it's going to leak out almost like a a gas leak of sorts of course. that will eventually kill her and Nicole. Well, you know what it is? It's not just the proximity to all of these people. It is I go into hyperdrive of not putting my cart where somebody wants to go. My mind is doing so many equations of mm -hmm. not upsetting a stranger that it's just so much energy for me. It is to be in a public place like that. It was wild. And I just want to get out of there. I want to flight like a mother flipper. Yeah. Yeah. You should have just gone boneless. What are they going to do? Mop you up? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to I go. don't think they had mops there, Tyler. <laughs> just one of those T's with a, with a towel on the end. Uh, so that is my story of Ryan being a posse. That is my story mm. of me just, just I mean, spreading my wings and flying. I, I think mom's arm looked better that way. I think an L-shaped arm would be perfect for her. I will tell you, being able to scratch your own back is quite a, a, a gift from God, Tyler. That's why we go to church. Uh, great job this week. You have anything you want to throw on top of there? I thought we had fun. And also, we touched on a few societal things. There. Sure. Yeah. I will just say, please go to thoseguysyouhate.com and uh, get in touch with us. You can message us at podcast yeah. at thoseguysyouhate.com. Use your L-shaped arm to get in touch with us. L-shaped arm to subscribe to everything and uh, use the voicemail uh, feature to compliment us because I subsist on those. Tell things. us we're good. Yes. Uh, Tyler, great job. We got in here. We got it done. Wear your freaking seatbelts, you idiots. Yeah. If there is ever a time where you could survive without a seatbelt, it is now, but don't tempt fate. Where are those guys you fate? <laughs> Be kind or we will kill you. With our cars. <laughs>
Okay. I am so sorry. Technical difficulties again for the second time in a row. More than that. We are uh, in a row. No, this is two times in a row. Uh, Red Circle. Forgive me. Red Circle. No problem, Tyler. This show is all about making mistakes and then (laughs) someone yelling at you. (laughs) I was going to say, is that why you yelled that out more than that? Is that the support that I'm getting from you? Well, I mean, (laughs) this isn't a show about being dishonest. Gotcha. Gotcha. Let me just hold up all of them. I support you, but stop fucking up, Tyler. Gotcha. How are you, buddy? What's going on? A little bit worse now. You know, don't like making the same mistake multiple times in a row. But we forget you. Let it go. Sometimes that's the way it works. Like Elsa said. Oh, Elsa was a cow, wasn't she? Wasn't Elsa a cow? No, now my mind is immediately going to, was it uh, the movie Hero where the mom turns into a bear? Or Brave, excuse me. Yes. Which was just ridiculous. What are you doing, Disney? Uh, DreamWorks, whatever you are. I have these problems with, and it sounds ridiculous, but Marvel movies sometimes too, where I'm like, this is just ridiculous. Really? What's going on I've never felt that way with a Marvel movie. Yeah, I have trouble letting go of reality sometimes. And- You don't say. Understanding what it is. (laughs) Uh, Well, Tyler, what's going on? Since we have no depression index, I don't really, I don't, I did bring up to you Internet Roulette. They have sent me- Well- The internet has- has curated my likes, and they have sent me the best hard-boiled egg method. I think it's fair to say that the way that you set it up originally that the audience won't get to hear is that you set it because up as, of you. as if you had- Who's counting? That's, that's, no, I no, mean, one. that's, that's no one. That's, you're just such a, a dark negative person, I went bro. for the joke, Jeez. Uh, I, you set it up in a way where you made me think that your phone was just listening to you, but you had actually typed into a search bar how to make the perfect Hard-boiled egg. I have, and uh, spoiler alert, they did not tell me. I like my hard-boiled eggs cooked hard. Do you like hard-boiled eggs? Um, I, I enjoy them to a... S- Red circle again. Red circle again. That that bastard Anthony figured out a way to hide his, his cell phone contact for me. Passive-aggressive Anthony. Let's label him correctly. And what do, mean, what do you mean? What do you mean? Wow, that is aggressive. What do you mean, hide his uh, number from you? No, I, I, obviously he didn't have anything to do with it. It was just, he called and instead of it saying aunt, it said his phone number. I don't know oh, why. Wow. It's, I don't know why. Oh, it's a, it's a little slippery way to make sure you answer the phone Slip, every time. He knows I sent him uh, directly to voicemail. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a slippery one, that Yes, one. he certainly is. Uh, so anyway, I just, do you like hard boiled eggs or no? I would say that I'm middle of the, they're neutral to me. I eat them. I don't mind them. A little salt, not too bad, but they're not my treat of choice. Sure. I carry them around with me. And like my son got in the car, he's like, you become that kid, bro. Yeah. You're the hard boiled egg kid. Nobody would talk to you at school. That is worse than the gallon of water guy. Uh, sure. Cause you smell bad. It's the same yes, guy, but you true. smell like shit. That's true. And it may not be a workout thing. You may just actually love hard boiled eggs, which is problematic to say the very least. I was going to say not a word I use very often, but you would be the weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. The kid with the cheese touch. So Tyler, uh, you got anything here for pregame? You got anything rolling around in that noggin of yours? You want to explain to me deep, dark secrets and, and, and we'll bleep it out at the end. Well, yeah. <laughs> I love the the idea of that. We just go on a 60 second beep and then we come out of it and we're both just bawling our eyes. Sure. Just a deep, dark sadness. Everyone's like, what the fuck did they just say? Melancholy and the infinite sadness. You know what I want to do? I want to, uh, I want to put a, um, 
I want to put a little tease for the next main episode coming up because, you know, as I said, I'd like to open the sure. show for those just joining the show for the first time. Ryan usually opens the show with some some wacky conversation, some some zany ridiculousness that he has on his mind. Sure. Yeah. Sure. It's either about, uh, you know, some sort of an instance that I had at the grocery store that was vaguely awkward for me, or the fact that you can have sex with my body when it's dead. Yeah, absolutely. He also opened a show saying rabbit shit looks delicious. He did say that. <laughs> I dare anybody to prove me wrong. <laughs> Tricks aren't just for kids. They're for everybody. But I just, that's what those are? Shits are for oh. kids. <laughs> no, I think that's what that's kicks that, are. That's that humor we're talking about. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Tyler and no, I have decided to be more mature, and I just don't know how, if I can be totally honest. <laughs> we're finding our way, yeah. and you're on this uh, mature journey with us. That one about rabbit shit looks more delicious was really <laughs> funny because I started with that, and then I, I talked about how I couldn't come up with an idea and gave like 10 different ideas. That one was fun. That liked, was fun. I like that one. Yeah, it was. But you know what it was? It's like the uh, the the... It's like the atmosphere of politics today. You just hit me with a shotgun of negativity. I couldn't keep up with it at all. With it all, by the end of your rambling, I was just in the back of my seat, like I had just had sex with a cigarette in my hand. Scorched eyebrows. Just Tyler, just eat the rabbit <laughs> shit, bro. Like, why are you? You don't understand how this podcast works. It's delicious. Eat it. I. I'm not going to be doing any of that. I am not going to be having a rabbit shit looks delicious conversation. We've already done it. I am. It, we've concluded it. Does. I am going to be having a somewhat serious conversation that I like to think is thought provoking, but it is part shameful admission part. I might get canceled. I'm not sure how it, uh, how mm. it's going to work out there. I, I appreciate it. Cause over the last couple of days I've been like, Man, I don't have a lot to worry about right now. Mm -hmm. So now I got something on my docket. <laughs> so I definitely appreciate that. Yeah. You know, what's great about this is we're recording. So, you know, worst case scenario, we could burn the computer. Absolutely. And, you know, God forbid, burn the house down. While you're having sex with my corpse, <laughs> get rid of my hard drive. What? Stop offering that because it's more and more, it sounds like you really want it to happen. Victimless crime. <laughs> necrophilia. It's, We've already gone over this. I'm just saying. It's going from you just touching on the conversation itself to you genuinely advocating for somebody fornicating your body post-mortem. If you get here while rigor mortis is still in play, <laughs> I'll do you. <laughs> if I may steal your line, do you, let's do the show. Do you remember <laughs> him from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Rigor mortis? 